1: Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.
2: Your morning starts now. It's
3: the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Meyer. Yes. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning?
2: Good. Thank you. Good morning. Good
0: morning. Got your three headlines here. If you can pick the real one, you're going to go see any movie you want to see. at Showcase Cinemas, okay? Okay. Here's a real one, eh? Mom drops six kids off at Walmart with $2 each and picks them up four hours later. B, a model in high heels beat up a mugger on the way to a Miss Universe audition. Or C, eight-year-old uses a dart gun to fight off guy trying to rob his lemonade stand.
2: I'm going to be for C.
0: C? Nope, it's not the dart gun. Oh, man. Oh. It's the model kicking the crap out of the mugger
2: Oh, with her high sales.
3: heels. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty interesting story. A 26-year-old model named Christy Grace, was in Birmingham, England last month to audition for their Miss Universe pageant. hmm And Christy was getting out of her car right about that time a guy walks up, tried to grab her purse, but what he did not know was that Christy is trained in Krav Maga.
0: Oh, that is badass. It is badass.
3: <laughs> Krav Maga is a type of martial arts mm-hmm. they use in the Israeli army. And it is specifically designed so that you can defend yourself in situations like the one Kirsty was in.
0: Yeah, so you can kick the living daylights out of somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So even
3: though she was in four inch high heels, she managed to punch this guy hard in the face and kick him in the knee. Wow. Which got him to let go of her purse long enough. And uh, run away, I guess. After that, she went on to the audition and we're told she nailed it, so she will be in the pageant next month. Nice. The cops, however, still trying to track down the guy who mugged her. He didn't stick around long enough to Mm -hmm. give a statement. I I Mm -hmm. love those
1: stories when it's like, you don't know who you're messing with here. Right. No?
0: I do, too.
3: 651 with Jeff and Jen coming up next. Classic second date update with Jeff and Jen on q one hundred and two, and at eight twenty, a chance to win meet and greet access for DNCE. Yeah, so Susan has been trying to navigate her way through match. Don't you just love match? Mm, I feel for you. I think you're very brave. Yeah, you know, this one guy stood out. This guy Joe. That she started chatting with and eventually had a couple phone calls with before they finally made a date. It was a very safe date. They decided to meet up at Panera Bread on a Sunday afternoon. It was pretty good. They had uh, multiple cups of coffee over a two-hour period and great substantive conversation, which is why she hasn't heard a word from this guy since then. And it was left very vague at the end, I should mention, too. There were no plans made. He had to go back and finish a work project that was due the next day. Which also
1: sounds like an excuse to me a little bit. It does, eh. but why would
3: you spend two hours on a Sunday afternoon with someone if you weren't having a good time? I don't know. Which is what has left her confused. So we're going to call Joe. Perplexed is a good word. I like that word. Oh, hey joe yeah it's jeff and jen at q102 how you doing this morning
4: wait like radio jeff and jen <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah we're both here we're both on the phone we got tim and fritch how you doing Good morning <laughs> hey, joe. why are you calling me Well, we were talking to a big fan of yours. Turns out, Susan, who you met on Match and went to Panera Bread with recently.
4: Okay, yeah, Uh uh-huh. What do you want to know? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh.
3: Well, she told us what a cool guy you were, how much she enjoyed meeting you and chatting with you at Panera Bread. And she was under the impression when you guys said goodbye that she would be hearing from you again. Oh so you're
4: putting me on the spot here
3: <laughs> well kind no, of but no. but not in a not in an aggressive
0: in a loving just uh, fact-finding mission always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic
1: surgery group schedule a consultation at 5137914440 or at the plasticsurgerygroup.com
3: surgery has an all-
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
4: is Chris Jenner.
1: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
4: ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item
3: YouTube channel. Yeah. It's
4: kind of convenient for her because now I, I'm only supposed to say great things. Otherwise, I, I come out looking bad.
3: Not <laughs> necessarily. You know, if you, if you got a legitimate concern there, I think there's a well, way you, you can deliver it. Okay, what is it?
4: Uh yeah, so we went to Panera, and um, really nice girl. Um, you know, I should probably preface this by saying that I'm in good shape. You know, to all your listeners out there, I'm a decently shaped guy. I take okay. care of myself. I go to the gym, you know, four days a week. All right. But this is uh important because we spent most of the date. Actually, she spent most of the date asking me and prodding me about my health. Like, is that gluten free? Uh, are you gluten free? Uh what's your <laughs> she even asked me what what's your cholesterol? Um and uh like questions Why? about like the food pyramid and stuff and I at first I thought it was a joke. I was like, Okay, this is a funny bit But then I was like, Oh no, this is going on way too long.
3: That's weird. So did you ask her about it and say, What's up with all the health questions?
4: I I did at some point and I, I think it had something to do with her job, nutritionist maybe or something, but I was like I didn't make an appointment with you. I made a date with you. <laughs> so you kind of felt like
3: you were sort of being put on the spot or, or interviewed in a way, I guess. Mm-hmm.
4: Huh? Yeah, I thought she was going to you know, go underneath the hood and tell me to cough. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Susan, are, are you a nutritionist? What was up with all the health questions?
5: I'm so embarrassed.
3: What, what I was that about? I, didn't,
5: I don't even think I asked that many questions about it. It's just something that I'm passionate about and I have a background in in nutrition and health and oh my god I don't even remember asking that many questions I'm so sorry
3: So is it just cuz you're interested in it and you're kind of geeked out about it or were you testing this guy Probing. to see whether or not he
5: You know I was I, I must have been nervous and it's something that I like know a lot about and right. that you know you want to talk about things you care about and I really care about those things but I totally I totally wasn't trying to test you, Joe. I thought you
3: were great. Is there, like, a certain cholesterol or blood pressure level that you find (laughs) sexier than others?
5: No, I mean, I'm not going (laughs) to date someone who, like, doesn't care. What's your
3: LDL? I want to (laughs) know,
2: right?
0: Well,
1: it's comfortable conversation for her. You know, you Mm -hmm. go back to what's familiar and what you know sometimes when you get nervous.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm so embarrassed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we wanted to know. Now we know, right? Now we know.
0: Is that something that you think you're going to... Like if you were to go out with him again, is this something that's going to come up frequently with you? I mean, is this that you want? Is this something you want to be able to discuss in detail at length with men that you date?
5: I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable, but. If I'm dating someone, want them to share the same passion for their health. And, and like, if I'm going to spend the... You know, hopefully I'm spending the rest of my life with someone eventually. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they care about their bodies. Like, I care about But they're on the same page. And, right. Yeah.
1: But you have other things to talk about, right? I mean, or, or is this kind of, like, your main focus? No,
5: this is it. No, totally. That's... We totally <laughs> talked about American Idol for a little bit. <laughs> okay. And... His job. maybe that was and it we talked about i love gwyneth paltrow and her new diet book
4: <laughs> yeah no we definitely we talked like- about gwyneth paltrow way too much Wow. Oh, wow.
3: well what do you think joe i mean we'd love to send you on a second date if you're up for it and if you if you think you guys could discuss other things besides just health and we'd be happy to pay for it
4: man i don't know even as you guys are talking to her it's just like she can't help herself and it's you know, it's like queued up to a point where it's like, man, I, it will raise my blood pressure.
0: Okay. Uh, oh wow.
4: You know, right. so I, you know, even if even if she doesn't say it, I know she's thinking it. Mm. So I think I'm going to have to pass. Okay.
3: Well, we thank you for taking the call. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no problem. Filling us in, we appreciate it. All
4: right. Thanks.
3: Bye-bye. Sorry, Susan. I'm sorry we couldn't work it out.
5: I'm kind of bummed.
3: I know. I'm bummed for you too. Yeah. That's something she you're really adorable. passionate about and interested in. And you know there's a guy out yeah,
0: there. Yeah. You don't want to be with him if he's not into that stuff. So better look for some guys that are into CrossFit.
5: Yeah. Thank you, you guys. Oh, you're very hey, welcome. Good luck.
3: All right. Call us anytime.
5: Okay. Take care. Yep.
0: All right. If you've been out on a first date, haven't heard back, you want us to do a second date update for you, there's two ways to get a hold of us. You can call 513 749 2320. Or shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com.
3: If you're pretty good at counting toothbrushes, <laughs> this could lead to your chance to win tickets to the DNCE concert and uh, actually meet the gang. So yeah. stick around. We'll have that for you coming up straight ahead with Jeff and Jen on Q102. Really? MySpace? space? <laughs> Those are your headlines in less than 60 seconds. (laughs) I wouldn't even know how to get into my MySpace account if it even still exists. I was
0: thinking the same thing. I tried a
3: couple years ago when Justin Timberlake bought it. Remember when he bought MySpace Uh to make it new and cool? Right. Um, And I couldn't remember my password or the email address associated with it. Right. That's They're funny. saying that,
1: that the reason why that's a big deal is because if you haven't ever deleted your MySpace account, it is still there. Really? So, your information that you have on there, you could say things, you know, like maybe some people have like their address or pictures of them, mm-hmm. et cetera. Wow. They can get access to that. So, unless you have deleted the account, you might be in trouble. Well, I think yeah. I've
3: moved like 12 times since that MySpace page. So, it's funny. All right. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, June second of two thousand sixteen. Here's some of the day's news that didn't make the news. A new survey looking at the reasons people refuse to get rid of stuff. There's a little bit of a hoarder in all of us, and we're talking about stuff that we never even use. Reasons like I might need it one day. Right. Sentimental reasons. Hanging on to it to sell it. You feel guilty throwing it away. God, I'm all of these or just plain laziness.
0: Definitely.
3: The things we feel the most guilty about throwing away are gifts, of course, mm-hmm. family heirlooms, clothes we rarely ever wear and greeting cards. Survey also found that 27% of us spend at least 2 hours a week looking around the stuff for looking around the house for stuff that we can't find. And <laughs> oh my God. 90% of people would throw away some of their significant other's stuff if they knew it wouldn't cause a fight.
0: Yeah, I'd much rather throw away somebody else's stuff than mine. To make oh, room yeah. In the house. But I mean, I've got so much crap. I've got toys from when Jacob was a baby. Why? Just, I, because it's all piled up. It's just,
3: Read one through five. <sighs> exactly.
0: Thank you. It gets overstimulating. I mean, when I look at it and I, I get overwhelmed and I'm, I just can't even imagine how much time it's going to take to do that and how exhausting the whole process is going to be. So I'd rather just leave it
3: there. I spend 27% of my time looking around the house for stuff that I can get rid of or throw away. I really do. 27%. Well, I'm joking because people spend 27% of their time looking for stuff that they can't find. But I say that tongue-in-cheek because I feel weighted, overwhelmed, Mm. and like I'm losing control when I have too much stuff. So this is my way of sort of needing to breathe. Mm -hmm. And And when I I have that pang of guilt inside of me that feels like this is wasteful, I remind myself that the important thing is... My money went to help generate the economy.
4: <laughs> well, that and, you know I, I kept somebody that employed. <laughs> and
3: the fact that I'm throwing this away and will probably uh, replace it is keeping someone else yeah, working. So See, funny. and my thing
1: is, too, the way that I rationalize that getting rid of stuff is when I get one of those bags from like St. Vincent to Paul and I know they're coming over to pick it up. I'm like, yeah. they're coming anyway. I need to just fill this up. And, and I'm that,
3: helping someone else. Yeah, yeah.
1: And that way it's a donation as well. Yeah. Mentally, that's how it works for me.
0: I feel like I just need to bring somebody into the house and just do it. I mean, I'm building a whole new closet, turning a spare bedroom into a closet. So excited about that because there's just piles of clothes all over the place. Yeah. My closet's not big enough and I don't have no storage. I, don't know take. I think once I get that done and the joy and ease that that's going to bring into my life, I think it might inspire me to do that other places. Good. It might inspire me to do it elsewhere.
3: Well, you have somebody working with you now. Right. Be careful about bringing any more people into that <laughs> mix. What do you mean?
1: <laughs> I could, My scary part for you is, and this is because you're going to have this gigantic closet. Yes. You're going to purge and you're going to yes. see empty space. That and I you're need to gonna fill? be like, oh, but I need to fill that. I up. need to and fill shoes. it. I need to fill it. <laughs> that is my scary. There's closet. a gap. I have room. Too many, Which many gaps. Means I don't have enough. Exactly. And I got rid of all this other stuff, so why can't I bring in new stuff at the house? It we'll feels see. so
3: barren here. <laughs>
1: we need you to, to get into therapy and get a new closet at the same
3: time. <laughs> oh, honey, I'm always in therapy. Or you could just fill them with fans, lots and oh, lots of fans to
0: keep cool.
3: Yes. Yeah. By the way, Starbucks recently added a drink called the strawberry. Acai refresher to their menu.
0: Acai berries are the best. Mm -hmm.
3: And it's basically strawberry juice. It didn't make a particularly big impact until now. Some barista figured out that if you mix the strawberry juice Mm -hmm. with coconut milk instead of water and add a few bits and pieces of strawberries, it's really good. Okay. And it sort of became an unofficial secret menu item. One of those. That they just call pink drink.
1: Okay. <laughs> Clever.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> the internet just found out about pink drink, and now people are going crazy over it. Mm-hmm. If you try to order it at Starbucks and the barista doesn't know what the hell you're talking about, just just ask for the strawberry acai refresher with coconut milk. Tell them you want it with coconut milk. Okay. And either strawberries or blackberries mixed in. It'll probably wind, you, wind up costing you five bucks or something crazy. But
1: It sounds like a milkshake.
3: Supposedly, it's really good. A little bit, yeah. Hey, we're going to take a break. Coming up, grandparents. Not always the best babysitters. And be careful if you follow the sound of moans in a cemetery. We'll explain why. Is your news that didn't make the news? Continues next. Okay, Dax Holt. Checks in with us now from the TMZ Newsroom in Hollywood. Good morning, Dax. Hello, good morning.
0: We got disasters everywhere here, Dax. What is going on?
3: Hey, I was looking at this Amber Heard story that you guys have at TMZ.com about how she's not going through with her promise to belatedly file a police report because she s- says she still loves Johnny and doesn't want to bury him, but... I'm confused by that because isn't she the one that came out with these allegations in the first place?
2: Yeah, well, here's the deal. So she, you know, obviously she was very upset about what had What she says transpired inside that apartment, and then you know went to court, got the restraining order. But uh, she said that she was going to file the police report because she was being trashed in the media thanks to Johnny and his team. Well, now she's had a change of heart. She's saying that she believes the police report will then trigger an arrest and a prosecution, and doesn't really want to set the wheels in motion for him to have to go to court and face that and be arrested and all that stuff. And I, I guess she just feels like she still loves him and doesn't want to have him go through that. But, I I mean, I think that the the damage is kind of there already. I mean, if he did beat her like she is claiming, then he would need some kind of ramification for that. And on top of that, you know, she's already gone to court. She's already shown her face in public with a bruise on it and kind of vilified him there. So it's already... To that point, I would say.
0: You know, I saw the text messages, and up until that point, I was kind of like, I don't know if I buy the—you know, I was very— but those text messages.
3: Those are pretty damning text yeah. messages. I, I think
2: the, the weirdest part in this whole thing, you know, wh- who's lying, who's telling the truth, I don't know. Right. But, but the crazy part is the, the police that say that they went there after the 911 call and said that they saw absolutely no bruising, no, no marks on her face, nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, she is saying that they are lying. She said, I absolutely had marks on my face from the abuse and the cops are lying so that's where i think it gets really crazy like Hmm. whether her and johnny want to fight about it you know argue about who's telling the truth that's one thing because you know i I would imagine johnny wants to save his reputation she wants to get the word out there whatever the case is but for the cops why would they have any reason to lie and she says that they're in his back pocket basically
3: meanwhile as we try to sort out that mess Taylor's. what the hell's going on oh over God. there? Oh, yeah. what is what, that? What's happening in the TMZ <laughs> like newsroom? Right <laughs> uh, there, there is like a,
2: a cherry picker going up to fix our lights right now. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize okay. it was so loud. Gotcha. Uh, so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Taylor and uh, Calvin Harris broke up. You know, this was uh, what, 15 months that they were dating. They got a lot of publicity off of it. That's like um, a record
0: for her, isn't it?
2: I know, it was a long time, and and uh, they are split. I guess there was no specific reason for the split, but uh, there's no huge drama, no cheating. Uh, but you know what? Look forward to some good music coming right. out.
0: Yeah,
3: right?
2: <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, true. I, I, you know, I, 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 kind of from the beginning, I was like, "How is this going to work?" They're two huge stars, constantly traveling the world, constantly putting out new music. I figured that was going to be hard. I was surprised that we saw them together as much as we did, mm-hmm. and and so I'm not totally shocked by this news. Right. Hmm. All right, but
0: well, I'll be excited to hear the new music because this is <laughs> if, if there's no if there's no cheating scandal or he didn't do her wrong in any kind of way then, uh, you know, this is just going to be a story of heartbreak. Mm. Of how it just didn't work out. Which
2: means record
0: sales. Yes, which means a lot of ballads. (laughs) I can't stop
3: watching this craziness. (laughs) All right, be sure to catch TMZ this afternoon at 1230 on the Cincinnati CW and online 24-7 at TMZ.com. Thank you, Dax. Thanks, guys. You bet. All right.
1: I have to tell you guys something funny. I'm Snapchat friends with Dax Holt and his son, Turned one over the weekend, mm-hmm. and they had an entire petting zoo brought out to their backyard. Oh God, that's what insane. for his birthday party? I'm not kidding you. He was, and I didn't want to seem like a total creeper fan because you know I have a huge crush on him anyway. But he had like a donkey there. He had goats <laughs> in the backyard. He was like Snapchatting his kid with like pigs and stuff. That is awesome. And I'm like, is this possible in Southern California? They have all these animals, but. I guess Was this Is so? this his first kid or does he have an older one He too? has a daughter, an older daughter. Okay. So he has an older daughter uh, I and she is a redhead <laughs> and uh-huh. she's the cutest thing and he showed her on a pony. Nice. Oh, <laughs> and Lord. now he has a son and the son just turned one. <laughs> so
0: the pet, the animals were probably more for the daughter really than the one year old because how much can a one year old enjoy a donkey? I know
1: and he's just touching the pig. The, what, the snap is like him touching the pig and yeah. Dax is like do you like that? And the kid's <laughs> just like touch- I don't know. So
3: Dax Holt is bringing in an entire petting Zoo for his kid's birthday I know. party. for his awesome. one year
1: old birthday party. He's so
0: diva ish.
3: Who right? knew they did so well working at TMZ? They must be doing all right.
0: The well, wife. I don't know how pricey those petting zoos are exactly. I, don't know. I mean, it was oh. the farm. He brought the whole farm. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know. Jen,
3: you never did that for Jacob, did you?
0: I, I'm an awful mother. You obviously don't I love your son. T- I don't love my son as like much Dax as loves his. Pretty. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That is Q102. Jeff and Jen, it is 823. Scattered rain and thunder this afternoon into this evening. Staying humid out ahead of the front. We'll see a high of 82. Right now, it's 69 with Jeff and Jen at Q102. Uh, I want to share with you an email that Fritch got. You don't mind me reading your email, do you? No,
1: no, no. Go ahead.
3: I do every day anyway.
1: You have to keep me in line somehow. Uh,
3: Fritch, my wife, Sherry Darty met you last month at the Fort Thomas Relay for Life event. She was the person that told you how much she loved Second Date Update. Well, she's having surgery today to remove what they feel is the cancerous portion of her liver. And I was hoping that you could give her a shout-out around 8.30 this morning while we're on our drive up to UC. I know she'll get a kick out of it, and it also might help ease the tension a little bit. Absolutely. You bet.
1: You can do it, Sherry. You, you got, got this, got no this. Doubt. Sherry,
0: You got this. Yay.
1: Yay. Well, she was so uh, so sweet, and she was just crying, and I'm just crying, and she was like, I love Second Date Update, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, so sweet. we'll be no, we fin- we'll be you. thinking of you, yes. Sherry. Lots of thoughts and prayers, lots Send of love, lots Absolutely. of healing
0: mojo. Your direction, yeah.
3: You can do this.
0: Mm-hmm. You got it. It's
3: twenty four, Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q and I was just listening to something that happened back in February, so I I apologize for the fact that this is so late in coming. And you may have already heard this story, but I just came across at a car crashed into a North Carolina radio station studio during a live broadcast. Nobody was hurt, uh, but the driver reportedly lost control and struck ESPN 730 Studios. This is in Charlotte, North Carolina. happened on a Monday afternoon back in February.
0: It's crazy. Could you imagine? Thank goodness we're on the fourth floor.
3: Yeah, they've got... (laughs) You know their studios are kind of like street level. You know they're the kind that you like. You could walk by in a sidewalk and just sort of look into the window.
0: That's kind of cool and kind of creepy all at the same time. If you're working there,
3: audio of the incident was released in which a loud crash could be heard. I'll play you the audio as it happened live on the air.
5: Everything these fans are about. I- oh my god. Molly, you uh, folks, we just had an accident here at the Essex Home Studios. Bobby's biggest fear just came through, so we are going to head to a break. Everyone is okay here in the office. Oh
1: my goodness! <laughs> Music just good. continues wow. I know. Robin Thicke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: but I was looking at a at a photo, and it looks like they're right at an intersection. The radio station studios are right I in, an, like, a oh, three-way intersection. Wow. okay. So you've got cars that are kind of going past you, but you've also got people that are turning left or right, and mm-hmm. uh, somebody evidently didn't do either, and just... That, the That's craziness of that sound, that car was not just... Idling along. Yeah, that was going at a full speed. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the fourth floor, too, because there was just an accident in front of our building yesterday. A fatal accident fatal. happened yeah. mm-hmm. on our property last right. night. We
0: have so many wrecks
3: right we out do. here on
0: Redding. It's crazy. I remember
1: that was one of the first things we told Tim. It was <laughs> it like was. every honest and not to be. This is just a very dangerous part of the. And I'm really not a
0: sure. And it, it's because they happen in a direction that I wouldn't think when I look at at this area and how the road is like when you're going north. On Redding. there's a very quick merge there. So you could understand how people in that far right lane don't get over fast
3: enough. Might and, clip each other. Right,
0: and you would have an accident there. But it seems like most of the accidents are happening south
1: when down. they're coming well, south. We're, we're on a curve, yeah.
3: and we're downhill, and that's where the entrance is, right on the curve. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. If, if someone is impaired or otherwise disabled, and they don't curve, they don't follow Make that curve as they go yeah. down the hill, they wind up... Right smack dab into the, either the tree or one of the pillars Or if you're following that parking garage. too
1: closely and someone has to turn into one of these buildings, whether it's us or one mm-hmm. of the other businesses close by, yeah. they sometimes get married. Me I mean, we, I constantly pump my brakes when I'm coming down Reading Road like, hello. I'm getting ready to turn. Happening. Yep.
3: And it's not the first time that's happened.
1: It's scary. So just be safe.
3: Mm. Yeah. Hey, I did want to play you something else, though, that was pretty funny. This five-year-old boy named Robert called 911 on his own dad last Saturday.
0: <laughs> what was dad doing?
3: I guess dad ran a red light. It happened in Quincy, Massachusetts. <laughs> and I guess he blew through a red light. I don't. I wasn't there. I don't know the circumstances other than uh, the kid called 911 on his father. 911 is not a you What's your
5: Um, Daddy went past a red light. Yeah. Do-
3: keep keep in mind the boy is five, trying <laughs> to do the right <laughs> thing.
5: what's Um, daddy went past a red light. Yeah. My daddy went past a red light. He has a black truck, and it, it was in it was in the brand new car, my mommy's car.
3: Yeah. And then um. And what happened? And then he
5: just. And he had to go to the car wash, and then he went past the red light. He
2: did? Mm-hmm. Is
5: he home
3: right now? Yeah. Can I talk to him? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> somebody just called.
0: Okay. I like how the kids are. Hey, somebody just called. I think it's awesome. for you. Yeah.
5: Hello? Hello? Hi, Quincy Police. Oh
4: no, I am, I'm just going to apologize, that's my five year old son. Just wanna
3: let us know you ran a red light.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, I apologize.
3: No pause, long as everything's all set. Yeah, never good, thank you. Alright, have it's a good night. <laughs> <All> <laughs>
0: That's pretty good. so funny. That Kids funny. could tell on so many different things. Oh, yeah. It's like you're never really sure at what point they're they're cognizant of what's going on around them and where you need to start right. adjusting your behavior. Mm-hmm. It's funny.
3: All right. Dax Holt's going to check in from the TMZ Newsroom in Hollywood in just a few moments. It is 830 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast.